welcome to Charts and Hearts. I'm Sarah, and she's Lindsay. And together, we are working our way through an epic list of rom-coms in order to find and categorize tropes in the hopes of creating the nerdiest spreadsheet podcasts have ever seen. Today, in our second episode, we are talking about High School Musical 2. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this movie was, um, I mean, I knew it was going to be an, an experience, <laughs> but I had forgotten how um, yep. mm-hmm. how bad it is, but yep. also how fun. Exactly. No, it's totally, it's <laughs> yeah. all of that. It's like, it's a perfect movie. Um, I actually watched it in bits and bites while trying to get my new, newly purchased copy of 1995's Pride and Prejudice working. Yeah, and that was an interesting juxtaposition, I will tell you, but <laughs> I it was a great way to watch this because I was like trying to text with my sister, trying to get my iTunes to work with while Gabrielle was singing her heart out. <laughs> like, yep, this is yep, good. yep. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I think. No, I watched it all in one sitting, but I was knitting and did a bit of yeah. work and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. there's the plot is not the the reason no um, and there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of songs there's a lot of songs that you're like yep it's yep. this is a song um, and there's a lot of plot that doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, but the the fun parts are really fun mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely i and really enjoy this a lot of this movie yes it's better than the first one. Oh, everything's better than the first one well yeah um, yeah so yeah so that's why we picked this one rather than the first one. Also, yeah. because it ties in with our like yeah. summer camp, summer, summer vacation camp resort thing theme song. Yeah. Um, theme. If, yeah. If you didn't listen to our first episode uh, two weeks ago, we did an episode about Dirty Dancing. Um, so, you know, we're following it up with another, you know, modern classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Totally on the same level. Totally the same page. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's got floppy hair and he wears a lot of black. So. Yeah, same. exactly. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So before we get started, I was thinking because we've been having some Twitter discussions with our favorite friend Matthew, and also just thinking about this movie because mm-hmm. we've been saying rom coms, but like, what is a rom com? Like this, or, I wouldn't actually define as a rom com. No, but it falls under what we're talking about, and like yeah. chick flicks are kind of different because that's also a lot of Austin and those that kind of stuff, but we're also going to do Austin because course we are exactly um yeah so how are we defining rom-com sort of like the if we want to cover it in the podcast we are calling it a rom-com um yeah (laughs) but basically like a lighter story um where like a romance and or comedy is the center of the Mm -hmm. plot yeah yeah i think so like there's a lot of yeah romance is the plot is the main plot as opposed to a comedy with an accidental romance in it. Like, for some reason, I was thinking about this the other day, Van mm. Wilder came to mind, and I don't know right. why, because there's millions of comedies where the guy also gets the girl, or vice versa. Yeah, Spencer. or like, win a date with Tad Hamilton. Will mm. we do that one? Time will tell. <laughs> it just occurred to me. Um, but like, yeah, it, I don't know. We're kind of taking a very fast and loose definition of yes. rom-com. Yeah, so. and as of right now, we have 137 list, uh, movies on our list, and yes. I keep thinking of new ones every Indeed. day. 
like so, a date with Chan Hamilton. <laughs> exactly. And also he's just not that into you. Oh yeah. Anyways, um and also I might as well throw this in here because we're talking about it. If you would like to suggest a movie, especially if you think it's a movie that us as like English speaking straight white girls might not have heard of. Um, we have a form on our website. If you go to chartsandhearts.com, uh, you'll see a link there to suggest us some movies. But like I said, we have 140 on the list. So if we don't do a movie that you suggest, um, it's not personal. It's just like, nope. we're we got a long try. list. <laughs> we got a long list. And I yeah. gotta say, one of the um, rows in this mm. list it just says all the John Hughes, so like it's longer than 140. <laughs> we gotta, sp- we gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. spread that out. So don't right. worry, we'll no, get there. We will get there. Um, yeah. Okay. So, <sighs> High School Musical two. High School Musical two is a Disney Channel original from nine nineteen two thousand and seven. That happened fast. First yeah, two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah, this was, it came out in 2007. It was obviously like direct on the Disney Channel. Yeah, it stars everybody's floppy haired, now very muscly um, Zach Efron and um, Vanessa Hudgens, who I think went through some rough stuff, now is like killing it doing actual theater and Broadway and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and some other people who we will get to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this is the one where. Um, they all inexplicably get jobs at the same country club at the mm-hmm. last minute and hijinks ensue and Sharpay and Ryan are there and that's, and Troy like becomes fancy and then realizes like goes back to his roots and, yeah. but not before he does some angry dancing on the golf course. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> not to be confused yeah. with his, the future of his angry dancing, which will happen later when he's going through probably about the same issues um <laughs> in high school musical three. Oh yeah anyway I couldn't tell you um yeah so let's just start with like some vaguely not in any order observations yeah. about this movie and we'll see what happens yeah so the evans family is like just so over the top dysfunctional and it's fine because they're kind of funny because they're like super loving and yeah, supportive sort of I don't know. A weird way? They're more supportive of Ryan than they are of Sharpay. Yeah. But I feel like not just because Ryan deserves all the attention that he can get, but also I don't know if you can be supportive of Sharpay. Yeah, no, exactly. But it's like when you see her mom, you're like, oh, I understand a bit more of like why you are like you are. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, they're supportive and you can tell they love their kids, but they also like have no idea how to be parents. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I think the biggest thing was that like, the dad had no oh, toxic yeah, for masculinity. Sure. He'd never, like, Ryan, regardless of his incredible codedness. Yeah. Um, but, like, when he, was, he, like, straight out says he's doing yoga and obviously di- singing and dancing, and he's not on the basketball team or the golf team or he wasn't baseball, but we'll get to that. Um, but his dad never is... Like, why aren't you? I wish you were my son because you can play basketball. You know, yeah. Like, like he, none yeah, of he that takes, happens. He takes an interest in Troy and Troy's interest in basketball, but not um, as a re- yeah. He, he's not like pushing Ryan to do that. He's also like supportive of Ryan, like, yeah, singing and dancing and acting and mm-hmm. whatever. So yeah, no, for sure, unexpected for an early two thousands Disney movie. Yeah, very. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the dad, so it was very strange. So he 
he, we first meet him because he like arrives on the golf course in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. But then like a little bit later, he's at like a college basketball practice watching his daughter's friend like yeah. practice basketball. Yeah. Like how can you be so busy and yet that? I think that that's how he got there on vac- for his vacation. Okay, so he just, he arrived, maybe, or yeah, so he, he arrived there yeah, direct to the golf course, but it wasn't like he flies in and flies out. Yeah, this is the first I'm gotcha. thinking about it, but that's how it's working in my brain. Yeah, it is very unclear if the country club is a hotel or just yeah. like a day place, because I thought they were all living there, but then Troy, at least, we see at home. Mm-hmm, and um, Gabrielle gets picked up when she's sitting oh. in the dark, and yes. that's when I was thinking, I was like, uh, Sharpay and Ryan, are they sleeping there? Well, they like, arrived with a lot of luggage. Yeah, so they but, must be, but we never see anything like that. Like, she changes her outfits all the time, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. She changes her outfit, like, five times uh, at school, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. Okay, well, let's talk about everybody's favorite number, I think. Ugh. I mean, we'll get into our it's, favorite number it, later, but that I Don't Dance yeah. is... I Don't Dance is... I don't know if it's my favorite song, but it's my favorite number, I think. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. It's my favorite number because the choreography is really, really good. Super fun. Except like when they swing the baseball bats around, I'm very nervous for all of them. I know. I'm like, Um, I hope in real life, like when they were filming it, they were foam baseball bats. I hope so. Or they were practicing with pool noodles or something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That would change how you swing it. Yeah, the way it would be off, but still like, yeah. Or at least, like, sometimes they're foam and sometimes they're real. I don't yeah, know. Sometimes. Or they practice or, with helmets or... Yeah, yeah. or really far away. Did, yeah. Um, social distancing. Yes, with, a, with the baseball bats. Um, yeah. No, it's such a fun number. It's really good. It has... I mean, none of the songs have any relevance to the plot because there's no plot. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think so. the big thing about this one, and, like, I don't remember enough about the other two movies, is, like, yeah. like the leads aren't in it. Yeah, which is great. Which is a huge thing, right? And it just gives maybe both of them... Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe? Like, it gives both of them a chance to just sing. And, like, for no real reason, like, this plot, of course, could... Like, all of the scenes in this movie could be lifted out. But it has nothing to do with the main plot at all, except that he missed the game. But he was missing everything, so it could have been whatever, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, the plot part of this number is that Troy's not there. Um, yeah. And then it, yeah, and that it is Ryan odd is that making friends with them, but it is odd that Gabrielle is not there. Hmm, she's in the stands. With oh, right, girl. Yes, right. Gotcha. Because I don't know why friends. she couldn't play baseball. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, well, it's a whole yes. other thing. But. Um, and then this is the scene where like everybody kind of assumes that uh, Ryan and Chad maybe hooked up or yeah. should have hooked up because they're wearing their each other's clothes. I know. End. It's like, was it on purpose by the producers and just like, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's such a, it's a strange choice. Like, I remember seeing tweets about it and then watching the dance and I was like, did they just change hats? Because that would make sense to me. Of like, yeah, like hey, you we're throw buddies, your hat and then swap you swap hats. Yeah. yeah. But no, no, he's like wearing his tank, his muscle tank top. Which yeah. I'm not call uh, yeah. So like, thing, but yeah, is it part of coding Ryan as gay and trying to just get something past the like Disney, yeah, yeah. like homophobia probably, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. But still, like, know. it's also, like, even if it was blatantly out there as gay, yeah. why would they go off and hook up in the middle of the baseball game? Well, and, and also then, then come back and make still it super be wearing obvious. each other's clothes. Yeah, make it super obvious that they're wearing each other's clothes. Also, they're, like, 16. So, yeah. you know, speculating about them hooking up feels weird. Exactly. Um, yeah. And also, they're very different size builds. Yeah, so, like, probably the same height, but otherwise. Probably, but... Well, yeah. I guess it wasn't. It was just a golf shirt and a and then an open jersey, so it's not yeah, hard. not too bad. Anyways, that's probably enough conversation about that because it's weird. <laughs> On the subject of musical numbers, um, the one that was like, I looked up expecting there to be a whole orchestra, but no. Mm. When like so, Kelsey's teaching Troy and Gabriella the song that she wrote for them to sing, "The Music in Me," or is that what it's called? Um, and they she's like playing the piano. And then I assumed it, like, you know, transitioned magically to, like, being a full number with stuff. No, no. There's, like, in the backing track that we hear is every instrument. But Kelsey's just there, like, playing the piano, but not really because they never show her from the side where you can see the keys. So she's just, like, mock playing the piano. But there's no piano in the track that they're singing to. (laughs) Like, you could have at least, like had piano and other instruments yeah. but it was like guitar and drums and like maybe some keys and mm-hmm. yeah that goes along with every time everything about kelsey and how she just creates music in like five minutes constantly and can play and like um accompany people with no problems whatsoever <laughs> and all of that stuff which like professional accompanists can do but oh, she is yeah, 16 16 year old yep so yeah yeah, and also, like, I don't know, it takes people more than, like, looking at the music to learn a number. Like, yeah. to be able to perform it. Like, you can mm-hmm. learn a number to be able to, like, sing it in rehearsal by just glancing mm-hmm. at the music. But, yeah. Oh, the magic. A scene musicals. from the third one when she's working, like, early morning at the school and Ryan comes in and, like, pours himself a cup of tea from her teapot that's on the piano. And it was it's very, like, homey because they, like, they try and couple them up in the yeah yeah one. yeah and they're like and that scene is very like oh yeah i don't I get behind this except it's still weird i don't but know if i've ever seen the third one i don't know it's i don't think i'm missing anything no you're not you're just missing <laughs> um the high school musical song right this is my high school I'm oh no i have seen it or I've, yeah yeah um, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> okay. During back to the country club. Embarrassing Zephron phase. Um, I yes. didn't have an embarrassing Zephron phase because I'm too old. No, but you were around people who were I was around yes. Zephron phases. This is true. This is true. Um, I just would like to give a shout out to Starkid for teaching me how to call him Zephron. Indeed. <laughs> oh yes, I had yeah, I had like a secondhand Zephron phase. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so this country club, it looks like they're in the Flintstones movie, right? Yeah, it's Albuquerque is well, where it that's all takes the, place. Yeah, but. but then I looked at the filming locations on IMDb and they were both filmed in Utah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. But like the fake reddish rocks of mm-hmm. the country I know, club like, were like... At the end, like in the background of when he's dancing on the golf course, I was like, is that Uluru? Like, what's happening no, I think so. Those very... rocks were real. I was talking about like the rocks around the country club and like the building oh, of the yeah. country club. Yeah, are, like no, look like fake Flintstones set. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was fun for me because I love the Flintstones movie. <laughs> Lindsay and I had a summer. We had the same summer job for a long time. That's how we mm-hmm. met. Um, yep. A million, like, 20 years ago. Exactly 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 20 years ago, like, now. Yep. Crazy. Yep. I know. Crazy. Yeah, because I it was like my summer job during university, and then I went away. And while I was away, Lindsay started at like the spring break while I was away, and then I got back in time mm-hmm. for the summer, and yep. then we became friends. Um, yeah, it's like, two, yeah, almost 20 years when this episode's coming out. Yeah. It was after my grad. Yeah, yeah, it was July. Yeah. So crazy. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so like... <laughs> At every summer job I've had, like, there's been some amount of training. Like, not a lot, especially hmm, at that job. But, like, Mm. but also we weren't doing anything super important, like teaching kids how to play golf or being a lifeguard. Yeah, no kidding. I did go through all my lifeguard training and then decided to not be a lifeguard. Um, Yeah, that was many, many years of training. And I didn't even have the job yet. Yeah. Like, I would have been hired and then had more training on the job but yeah and like okay so maybe it was like oh she was already doing lifeguard training but no she says like oh i should take a first aid course that might help me get a job mm-hmm. and like if she had been doing lifeguard training for years she would have had first aid certification because you have to yep. mm-hmm. so yeah somehow they trained her to be a lifeguard in a day and a half but also yeah. and like I've... and it's the most chaotic chaotic pool ever Oh, yeah. I don't want to be a lifeguard there. No, and like you would definitely, because there's no sight lines to every part of the pool, so there would need to be more than one lifeguard. More than one, yeah. Yeah, but she's the only lifeguard in the whole place that we see. Um, And like the guys who are being waiters, like they aren't even like told like what's on the menu. Like they just arrive at work and... And then they're like, oh, Or let loose with fancy country club people. They don't ask any of the people if they know how to cook things no they're like you're gonna be a sous chef and like do you know how to be a sous chef and like i get that watching them be like training is boring but that's what montages are for exactly that's the thing about this coming off of dirty dancing yes there are zero montages in this movie it is a tragedy is weird to think about and um, then i was trying to think about if musicals just don't have montages in them which isn't true so it's no. just this. And then I got to start to thinking about montages and music. I think because um, it was a made for TV movie. I think so. Um, they just like didn't want to have all because like as a montage, you like are making up a bunch of sets and action and stuff. Yeah. That that's like true. doesn't get paid off later. Um mm-hmm. but you know, also this movie is not cohesively written. Um <laughs> it's well, obviously, it was written probably in, like, three weeks if it came out a year after the first one. Do we want to vote on the worst song? Because I think we know the worst song. Is it the one that she sings? It's the... No. Oh, no, it's uh, fish the... song. It's real bad. It's so bad. Like, it definitely has vibes from the song that the sister sings in Dirty Dancing. Like, the... Yes, it's the hula... very... Yeah, yeah that was similar. the first thing I thought weird. of that. But it's like somehow manages to be worse and more racist. Yeah. Um, and I think the worst wasn't like the worst was not intentional. Like it was meant to be super cheesy and over the top. But I don't think mm-hmm. they intended it or realized how racist it was. Um, no, I don't think so. Like it was again, early 2000s. Early 2000s. It's an interesting thing watching this. Um, looking at the people of color and mm. like it's. It decent 
um, but also very um, one-sided in like it's a, just it's a lot of black people yeah there's well there's like two black characters that have speaking lines that's that speaking I know roles. Yeah. yeah yeah and, and then, then a lot of background people um but that's yeah. yeah it's just one of those like look we have people of color and like mm. yeah but there's it's... other ones also like you're in new mexico you could have some latin characters um yeah you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is but yeah, yeah. the fish song is it's just bad oh, and it's ridiculous bad. and so weird. It is so weird. Yeah, I like it. it I think juxtaposed, uh, juxtaposed to that, plus just in general, the remix of your, um, the music in me is actually not bad. It's kind of funny and I, I like it as an upbeat song, even though Sharpay's insane. Yeah, like um, it, it feels forced, but it's, um, yeah, it's weird. Like it's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas if they'd just done like an over the top, like standard musical number, mm-hmm. it would have been just as fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what's your favorite one in this, in the. It's hard to just to pick. I know. Right. But I, I think it has to be bet on me. Ah, bet on it. Bet on it. Yeah. 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 I know. Cause it's just iconic. I know. Yeah. It is. I, and Yeah the yoga with adrian whenever she tells you to lean over to look in your reflection in the pond she always yeah. talks about zoolander i always think about uh-huh. this always every time <laughs> it's it's yoga like, with adrian <laughs> reference if you're wondering <laughs> yeah. and like this i like when i used to watch it it's a i just called it a lion king reference mm, mm-hmm. um it's very now, lion it's king. Like, now it's just like yoga with adrian and zephron are combined together forever <sighs> in my heart oh yay <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really, I do really like I Don't Dance, but I also like, ironically, but also not ironically, kind of like Gotta Go My Own Way. Because <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. it's very iconic. Um, yeah. But I'll pro- I'd probably go with I Don't Dance. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Because it's a really good number. I don't know if the song is as good, but. Yeah, it's yeah. a good number. It's, yeah, the whole thing is a really good experience. And also like. Troy and Gabriella are like not my favorites. So mm-hmm. yeah. So should we talk tropes? Yeah. Um, so we touched on this one already and it's um, the same serious, less fun one from Dirty Dancing is the BIPOC couples as together as couples. Yeah. Um, there like- is the other guy, Zeke, the chef. Oh, yeah. Um, he's there and, and dances with Sharpay, I think. But yeah, so Chad and Taylor and like, and this is left over from the first movie. Like there's, they are the best friends who get together because they're the best friends of the leads. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, But even like in the background, like there's not really any interracial characters or whatever, or interracial couples. And then same as in Dirty Dancing, which didn't realize it was a trope until we came across it the second time. I know. Is like. All the staff, like in this case, it was like the grown-up staff, basically, um, standing all at the back of the stage. And, well, and the kids, too. Like, Yeah, they so were all back there. And then the staff all, all come, came up to the stage. Yeah. The like staff all come from dancing. the wings uh, to watch the big finale. It was surprising when I saw it. I was like, this is exactly this is just the same like thing. Dancing. I mean, there's a reason we are sort of pairing these together in mm-hmm. the same month, because 
yeah they are at the end of the season inspired by each other for sure or inspired one inspired the other one is inspired yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's no time travel don't worry um i mean this movie yeah takes from all kinds of places but Mm -hmm. dirty dancing is definitely one of them um yeah misunderstandings between friends and also people i put lovers here but they're not lovers but you know they're people that are together yeah Um, friends and couples yeah Mm-hmm. of just like just stop and talk to each other yeah or like not even talk just like stop and listen to each other yeah oh yeah um and yeah like the redemption of an evil character or like yeah yeah because ryan takes the side of our heroes uh yeah. which is good because he's like a good character um yeah yeah um yeah it was the side like sharpay is sharpay and it's yeah. just always too much and that's the point but the part where she's in the rehearsal studio and she asks for a beat yeah. to walk out of and i was like yeah i can get behind that part. yeah no like, like that was pretty fun she's obnoxious but that's the point <laughs> so yeah angry dancing angry dancing uh, yeah it's just so good so good dancing it's very reminiscent of footloose yes which is and not also, an accident <laughs> no it's not an accident at all and then uh from that and probably this i have to look at dates there's a flight of the concords um brett does some angry dancing and it's amazing oh yeah i would Um, look i would assume that the flight of the concords is after this because yeah so it's probably footloose does it well this does it over the top yep and then (laughs) then flight of the concords brit brit does it amazingly oh my gosh um uh, yeah and then i think this is also a good example of the side characters being more interesting and nuanced and like make me care about them more than the main couple. Mm-hmm. Um, which happens sometimes in, in sort of like rom-com. Yeah. Movies, the first, but... the first thing that came to mind that people might get mad at me at, but you're going to get mad at me the entire time we cover this movie is <laughs> um, Carrie Fisher and what's his name in when Harry met Sally. Yeah. But I yeah, don't they're... like that movie very much. So. No, exactly. Yeah, no, but they're more interesting. But they're than... more interesting. Yeah. And yeah. they have a fun arc because it's happening. Their relationship happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the first one I thought of, but I don't know. Like I'd have to think, I can't yeah. think of a, I'm sure we'll find, I'm sure we'll find more examples because like, it's hard because rom-coms, the main characters are supposed to be interesting. So it's hard to think even with great side characters and like, well, like four weddings, like, but I also am interested. Yeah. And no. So yeah. This... Anna McDowell. But yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, or like burlesque, where you care more about um, Stanley Tucci than anybody. Well, yeah. Well, I care more about Stanley Tucci than anybody in all movies. It's true. So. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm sure we'll find more examples as we go on. This is only episode two. Uh, I know. It's going to be a process. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, new segment. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. For episode two. Maybe. We'll see We're how this goes. Out is spectal test or our variation on that even um mrs bechdahl miss bechdahl should know her name is she's very famous um has admits freely that it's not a perfect test of a movie and feminism um but it's an interesting conversation okay allison bechdahl uh so this one passes but like but i think the next step of that conversation is what kind of grade would you give it as yeah. females and like, being together or female agency? 
Yeah. So, like, they do talk about, like, work and their performances and all that kind of stuff. And the talent which, show. And the they talent show. Sharpay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, Sharpay doesn't have a love interest and she doesn't really care. Like, Sharpay definitely in terms of, like, you know, fighting the patriarchy and, like, standing mm-hmm. up for herself. A+. plus. But then you also have Gabriella, who just, like, is along for the ride in her life. Um Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I just want to have a nice summer, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Yeah. Except like, abandon all of my friends and quit my well-paying job because my boyfriend is making me sad. But also she didn't want that job in the first place. The only reason she got that job was to be with her boyfriend. And then mm -hmm. he was an asshole because he's an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. So like in this case, yeah, sure. Does it make it a good movie? No. No. And like movies that don't pass the Bechdel test doesn't make them bad. It's just like Exactly. Were they trying Yeah, so I think it's just an to... interesting discussion on yeah. the agency of women. Yeah. Or the agency of non-male characters in a and, movie. Yeah, exactly. And also especially like this is written by a man um mm-hmm. prob- like targeting a teenage girl audience or like young teen yes, audience definitely. for sure. Um young teen female audience by the way. Mm-hmm. That's what they're targeting. Yeah. Um, or what they ended up with. I don't know. Well, for this one, I would say targeting. Because yes. Because the second one. The second one. Yeah. The first one, I think they were just like throwing it at the wall to see what happened. Yeah. See what happens. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it's interesting. Like, it'll be interesting to like at least bring up the Bechdel test in some cases. Like when they're trying to like write a movie that's trying to say that such and such female character is like so awesome and kick ass. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, does she have female friends and does she talk about anything other than her love life that'll be interesting Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then and also like i'm thinking of um how to lose a guy in 10 days they brought this up on the i hate it but i love it episode about that one like she talks about work with her friends but Mm -hmm. she talks about wanting to write articles about war and third world country issues for this fashion magazine and doesn't understand why she can't so like she's like she's not talking about men she's also not yeah. Right? at agency like or she wants like to write sense. important things but she's not like doing it in a way that makes sense yeah 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 well so, maybe she's just bad at her job but then also like teen yeah. vogue has some of the best like oh i know but in-depth like, recording yeah now not yeah 20 years ago um exactly. yeah okay do you have any uh hot takes about this movie i do um when you i first saw this not in um or late aughts, probably. I yeah. would not have thought that Vanessa Hudgens would have been my win. Yeah. Now, in 2022. But she's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. And you haven't even seen um, Tick, Tick, Boom yet, have you? No, I did see it. Oh, you did watch it? In Calgary. Okay. We talked about this. Right, I forgot. But yes, she's yeah. so good in Tick, Tick, Boom. She's been good in so many things. I would love to see her, like, actually on stage. I think she's, like... Mm-hmm finally figured out how to be yourself yeah i was talking to my sister about it and i think she graduated from the school of emma watson eyebrow acting yes and um got a real acting coach and i think that definitely helped and also stopped being in movies where all she has to do is giggle yeah and and stare at troy and yeah and stopped being in movies that were written by old men to try to market Mm -hmm. merchandise to 12 year olds um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mine is that I would like more Kelsey, please. Um, and yep. I know she has a bigger role in the third one now that I'm remembering, mm-hmm. but still, she's great. She's interesting. She, she, I mean, she's poorly developed, but it's like, oh, like you're actually the most like 
into being in musicals other than Sharpay um, in this show. Like, why are we continuing to force Troy into being in musicals? musicals. Like, yeah. Anyways, that is me. (laughs) Okay. So what do you think is next for these, um, these wacky kids? Well, High School Musical 3 is what's next. And they graduate and Troy does something. I think he goes... Does he get a basketball scholarship? No, he gets an offer to scholarship for Juilliard. Right. Of course he does. (laughs) And offered a bunch of scholarships for basketball. Yeah. And then chooses one in the middle that has basketball and music. Oh, of course. And then close to Stanford where Gabrielle is going. Gotcha. Of course. But not, a but not Stanford. Right. And maybe Berkeley. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. It's, but they're not at the same university. Right. Which so. is good. Because I don't think that they yeah. should stay together. I don't <laughs> think they should stay together either. So, but they're not going to stay together. Yeah. People at two different universities. Like, that's rough. And they yeah. already have had so much drama in their lives. Oh, my gosh. So, so much. Yeah. And I just hope that... Um, they end up in stories that are better written than these movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Ryan gets one of the scholarships to Juilliard. And so that is nice. That's and good. Ryan and Kelsey. I would yeah. like Ryan and Kelsey to go to Juilliard. I think they would really thrive there. Yeah, I think so. Or like even like somewhere that's less fancy than Juilliard, but like mm-hmm. has good trading for like getting jobs. Yeah, like um, um, one of those arts. Schools. Yeah, like, or like Tish. Like the NYU yeah. school or yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. somewhere mm-hmm. or Michigan that has like a musical theater program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we know from our star kid friends. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but yes, just like getting out of their weird New Mexico high school of weirdness. Life erupts in choreography. Constantly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Time for some charts. Mm, pie. Like, mm, fashionic. <laughs> Okay. Um, we didn't come up with percentages ahead of oh, time. Oh no, we didn't. But we, we didn't do numbers, I think we can. So. Uh, we'll do it live on the pod. Um, okay. okay. So awkward choreography is got to be high. Oh yeah, like fifty-five percent. Okay. Yeah. 60. Let's do fifty-five. Okay. Fifty-five percent awkward choreography. Um, oh my god, it's so it's so much awkward choreography. And then I think interrupted kisses with a couple that you don't high. care about is like yep thirty. Yep. I think there are 30 of them, and we'll call it 30% of the movie. Um, okay, so what's that? 85? Yeah. Sassy Hats. Sassy Hats. Is like also really high. Yeah, maybe f- five? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think the rest of these can all be five. Yeah, these are all five. Okay, so then sense, we have yeah. Yeah, Sassy Hats, which is Kelsey and Ryan. There's so many good hats. Yeah, which is, which is why they work at Tish together. They, they could just have... Hats. hats yeah and they can just hats share on hats. Hats on hats. um yeah. not saying that they need to be a couple i don't really care i don't know no, what their they don't. no are, i think they should i think they should be best friends who trade hats yeah um great. and then uh harmonizing i mean Ugh. you would think in a musical there would be more but five is enough because it yeah like it's with the song that she sings when she's breaking up with him yes go my own way is that one that one yeah yeah. yeah, the breakup like, song. Like, her parts are so good. And then he just, like, starts singing, and, and it's and, just like, not... The middle of a sentence. A, yeah. Yeah. And it's not good. No, it's very, like... You know, there's, like, the meme of, like, the person with, like, their hand... Like, one hand on their ear, 
like on their headphone mm-hmm. and like one hand up and they're like with their eyes closed to their head up like trying to harmonize to something that's Zac yeah. Efron um mm-hmm. speaking of Zac Efron the final five percent is memes of Zac Efron twirling oh um, yeah so many twirling around on that golf course yeah because... and like falling on his knees and yeah just basically Zac Efron dancing memes um solid five percent it's like one of the top five things about this movie <laughs> yeah so i think that uh that brings us to the end of our episode um mm-hmm. you can rate and re- give us a review wherever you get your podcasts and please do since we're kind of new and like changed our name and all of that uh so you can find us on social media we're at charts and hearts podcast on instagram and facebook and we're at uh, charts and hearts on twitter or you can check out our website chart and hearts Dot com where you can submit your suggestions for rom-coms or uh for crazy tropes to add to our list if you are in the mood for a little nature finds a way nostalgia you can check out our nature finds a way episode on our brand new patreon charts and hearts club you can search patreon slash charts and hearts club uh where we have a new bonus episode out talking about jurassic world three more worlds more, more. More feathered okay. dinosaurs, more Laura Dern. More. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the episode title, in the episode recording, which we haven't done yet, yeah. we will have the name of the movie in it. Maybe. <laughs> we might get Maybe there. Maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> we will be back, though, on this feed in two weeks. Uh, it's full on summer by then. And so for July, we're going to do wedding season. And we're going to start off with the wedding planner. We weren't actually speaking of him, but speaking of Matthew McConaughey. Indeed. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's been in oh. my in my heart t- the last couple of days. Yes. Um yeah, I mean, too. But it was How to Lose a Guy. That's why yes. he was oh, yeah. in my, the friend of my brain. Yeah, no, he still. was on the news was why he was in my heart. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's been on the news. But, but yes. Uh, and in the meantime, um, help us come up with an intro, please. Outro, please. Outro, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for listening to us ramble about this crazy movie. Bye. Bye.